on the topic of goals and new year and the new year's resolution, um, I did want to just touch a little bit deeper on one of the biggest things that I have found one with myself, but also I think with the general population, um, but especially moms that can be such a barrier and it can just be such a sabotage to our progress and our goals and life and just in general. Um, and that is the all or nothing mentality. It's this perfectionism. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement and nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast, where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, we are still in New Year mode over here, and I am curious, did you listen to last week's episode, and have you thought a little bit about what that goal might be for you this year, or maybe it's a theme, and if that turns you off, then I want you to listen to last week's episode, because I do dive into the reality of this year, and this or this time of year, right? It can be so obnoxious. Everyone's in your face with goals and what's that goal going to be and everyone, especially with like the fitness world, getting into the gym and getting on that diet and it's just, it is, it's obnoxious. Being in the nutrition space, in the exercise space, it is all over my feeds and, you know, again, go listen to last week's episode because I do kind of give my insights and my thoughts on to this time of year. And while I do think it's kind of obnoxious to set resolutions that we don't really stick to and these goals that we have no plan for, I do still think it's such a crucial time to reflect and give some intention for this next year so that you don't get to the end of the year wondering what the heck you even did and if you did change at all and if you grew in any way, right? Like we don't want to have those questions. We want to know we are growing. And even if you're not taking off goals, like you're growing regardless, but I think it is really helpful to have a goal um, and some actionable things that, yeah, you can accomplish it and it's really in your face that you did it. So I would love to know what it is. Come over to the Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support and let me know. But on the topic of goals and New Year and the New Year's resolution, um, I did want to just touch a little bit deeper on 
One of the biggest things that I have found, one with myself, but also I think with the general population, um, but especially moms, that can be such a barrier and it can just be such a sabotage to our progress and our goals and life and just in general. Um, And that is the all or nothing mentality. It's this perfectionism that we might not even realize, you know, some people are very aware that they are a perfectionist. Um, But then there's people like me who I actually feel very subpar, like I do not feel like a perfectionist and I'm okay with a little mess. I'm okay with a squiggly line. I'm okay with a paper out of place. Like I never really felt like I was a quote unquote perfectionist, but the more self-discovery and growth and educating on um, just life in general that I've done for myself, I have realized that the thing that has been my biggest sabotage is perfectionism and it doesn't show up how I thought it would. Instead, it shows up by keeping me from doing things because I'm afraid I'm not going to do it right. Even though, again, like you tell me that and I'm like, well, I'll do this. And if I don't do it perfect, it's fine. But, you know, it is interesting where it's kind of this and I've gotten so much better. And that's why I did really want to talk about it today, because especially working with patients, Um, and women, right? Like I work with so many women and so many of them are moms and, you know, and this pertains to parents in general, but especially moms, I feel like we do so much putting our kids before us and all of the other tasks, whether it's the house or our husband or our, our business or, um, other family, like there's so many other things we put before ourselves. And while we might start the year with the best intentions of, you know, maybe you want to get to the gym or maybe you want to eat better or maybe you want to read a certain amount of books or whatever it is. If you want to travel, right? Like there's so many areas you can go um, for where you want to kind of put that time and energy. And a lot of things can sabotage our progress, but we're usually our own worst enemy. And we can tend to just fall into that like, well, okay, I I set this, I'm going to do it. And maybe you do it for the first couple weeks, maybe you even do it for the first couple months, like that's awesome. But usually we fall off. Usually at some point we kind of fall back into our old rhythms and our own old routines and our old patterns. And not with all things, like you might find that there's a lot of areas that you've improved and grown and totally changed in. But there's also a lot of areas in your life and your personality and your environment that probably have stayed very, very much the same. And I want to help you break through that glass ceiling. I want to help you become that consistent person that shows up for whatever you set in front of you, whether it's for you, for your family, for your husband, for your business, you know, whatever it is, I want you to feel confident that you're going to be able to tackle it and see it through. And so I just wanted to just bring this up because it's something that, again, I didn't think this was my issue. You know, I was kind of in those patterns though, where I would go and then I'd fall off. And it does come back to the fact where, right? Like if I fell off, like say the biggest one for me that I think of a lot is when I'm working out, um, up until this last year, I've never been consistent about working out. I mean, it's funny. Cause then we take a step back, right? Big picture. I've been working out since I was a child. <laughs> like I've played sports. I have, you know, all ever since I was five, I was playing basketball and soccer and I played those sports all the way through 
middle school and high school. And then in college, I did yoga and I weightlifted. And I've always actually, I've stayed pretty consistent throughout my life with lifting and working out and staying active. However, it is kind of an, it's usually like an ebb and flow thing where it was those big ebbs and flows. Like I was super in the gym for like three to four months. Maybe it was because I had a class in college that I was taking and I was, you know, in the gym working out. And then maybe it was summer or winter and I just fell off and then I would stay out of the gym or out of lifting for months sometimes you know I feel like I've never gone a full year without working out but there's definitely been periods of my life especially through um well and I don't know maybe in PT school actually like when I was fully consumed in my education and my schoolwork and I still had a little kid at home and my husband I didn't have much time to exercise and it you know it just totally fell off and I was like well I don't have time to do that I don't have time to get to the gym for 30 45 minutes like that's just not going to happen and so it does it becomes kind of those seasons and then you reach a point where like again taking that workout example where I start to get like back pain and I don't feel good and I don't like the way I feel in my clothes and I don't have the energy and I finally reach that breaking point where I'm like, oh my God, I have to get back to the gym. And then I'm all in and I'm back at the gym and then something knocks me off and back in that cycle, right? And so this last year, I didn't really have that. I was the most consistent I have ever been. And the biggest reason why is because of my mindset shift of just showing up and just anything is better than nothing. I really tried to switch that mindset from all or nothing to anything is better than nothing. And, you know, it can be so helpful to just break things down and make them a lot more bite-sized and manageable and putting them in spaces in your day where you have the capacity for it and you have the time for it. And yes, you are protecting that time. So again, this last year I did, I was making that time to put my workout time in my planner, which was another thing I had never done before. I had never kept a planner, even through like grade school, right? You get the agenda and I was all excited. I'm like, I'm going to write everything in this and it's going to be so organized and pretty. And I would do it for like a week or two and then never do it again. That was my whole life until I really got into the planner mode. And It's been such a game changer for me because it does, as much as it feels like against my grain to sit down and write everything out in the planner. And I feel like, oh yeah, that's all good. But like, am I even going to follow through with it? And sometimes no, like sometimes a lot of things on the planner doesn't get done. But because last year, my big goal was to just be consistent. I wanted to just be consistent. That's something I've had such a hard time with. You know, I feel like I'm, I have so many passions and so many things I want to spend my time with and I get easily distracted, you know, like even just cleaning or working out, like I get so distracted. So consistency is hard for me. And I really wanted to just change that this last year. And I did. And I was so proud of myself. I only had a handful of weeks that I didn't make it to the gym and there were never two weeks in a row. I think that over holiday break, that was probably my longest stretch. And I still like it's only been one full week. Like I've gone once a week, every week throughout this month. And some weeks I even got twice in. So while I feel 
like I kind of quote unquote fell off and haven't been doing nearly as much as I was, I'm still showing up at least once a week. Like I still went to the gym once a week. And the other days, you know, I was trying to be active with my kids. But let's be real, I was also doing a lot of lounging on the couch. I read a full book, guys, it was great. (laughs) And we do we need that rest time and downtime. Um, But I know that because of my dedication to my um, showing up for myself at the gym and staying consistent with that was so important to me. I don't feel bad that I was a bum and only went once that week because I know the next week I'm going to show up again. Um, I had to switch my work schedule because of the holidays, which made it that I was working on the day that I normally go to the gym. And it has been killing me because every Tuesday I'm just wanting to get to the gym and instead I'm working with patients and it means I'm going to get one less day at the gym, but I'm also fine with that because I know there's the other two days that I have planned to go. And so I just want to help you guys kind of change your mindset and how you're looking at this next year how you're looking at tackling anything. Maybe it's a goal for the new year, but maybe it's also just getting in your own, you know, self-care, or maybe you are in rehab and you're trying to get in your home exercise program. And this is why I wanted to bring up this topic and conversation today, because right now, these last couple weeks, we're in that second week of January, this will come out in the third week of January, but I've had a couple weeks now in this new year of treating patients and a running theme that I have had has been trying to switch people's menta- uh, mentality and their thought process on how they're viewing their exercises. Um, so again, this can be translated to so many things, but I'm going to use exercise for example, because one, I'm a physical therapist and two, it is, it's the conversation I'm having with so many of my patients to get them to do their exercises. Because let's be real guys, you can come to me all you want, but you're not really going to improve if you don't do the work. So we have to make sure that especially if you're investing, right? Like people are investing to see me they better as heck be doing the work or else that investment is only going to be subpar. Like they're not going to get a huge return on their investment versus the person who is committed and doing the work outside of coming into therapy. So, um, and maybe this is, you know, we can talk about thinking of it as like books, right? Like maybe if you set yourself up too strict and you think of this as like a big thing, like for exercise, maybe you're like, well, yeah, that's another to do. I don't have time. Even if it's 15, 20 minutes, like especially with home programs, I definitely don't want to make them long because that is a huge barrier because it is. It seems almost impossible for women to even find five to 10 minutes for themselves. And then we start talking, you know, and I'm like, we need to find this time and block it out and protect it because you will see such a change in how you feel and how you show up and how proud you are of yourself for showing up and then not being so upset at yourself if you didn't fully accomplish it, right? Like I'm not upset that I didn't hit the three days a week that I was hoping 
and that I only hit one because I know I'm going to keep showing up and I'll get back to three days a week and it's going to be fine. Um, Just like if it was a book, right? If you set yourself up, like I have to read a chapter a day in order to finish this book by the end of the month because I want to read 12 books a year or whatever your goal is, right? That might seem like way too much. You're going throughout your day and you're kind of thinking of that task like, oh, I have to read that chapter and it doesn't end up happening because it's just a to-do and so many other things are a priority over that and it takes its space. And so one, we need to give ourselves some grace and accept that sometimes things don't happen and that's okay and we can't just fall off and sabotage everything because we failed to commit for a day or two or maybe even a week. Maybe it's even a couple weeks and you're like, yeah, it's been a while. It doesn't matter. Hop back on. The sooner you get back on track, the better. Give yourself some grace though. Life happens. Sometimes we need to rest. Sometimes things come up that are higher priority and we need to adjust and not feel like a failure because life happens. But two, anything is better than nothing. So yeah, maybe you don't get that chapter read, but maybe you open it and you get a few pages in before you get caught up on the next thing that's demanding your attention. That's still progress. And with exercise, maybe you didn't have time to do your 15, 20 minutes of strength training and your mobility and your breath work, but maybe all you did that day was at the end of the day in bed, you decided to roll over, bring your knees up to your chest and take some big deep breaths, or you're already on your back. So you pull your legs up to your chest and you're in happy baby pose and you do some of your deep breathing. Then we are going to give ourselves a pat on the back because not only did we remember we had to do it, but we got it in to some capacity. And then, yeah, if we have a lot of days in a row, right, where that's all you're getting in, we do kind of need to mentally think of like, okay, I do need to shift things around and make sure that I am having moments where I can get in the full effort that I want to put in so that I can see the results. But also, again, not nagging on yourself and feeling like a failure because you didn't stay quote unquote perfect to your plan because that really is where we see the sabotage you know the diet culture right now if I'm not gonna especially so I'm I'm gonna let you in a little personally into my mind right now because I am I'm in this right now with you and struggling through all of these um thought processes and old patterns that just kind of want to show up. And I have to say, no, I'm not going to fall down that trap again. Um, So specifically for me right now, one of the things that um, I didn't even make it a goal because I don't want to be super restrictive and like, um, so it's around my diet. I definitely, this time of year, you know, it took, it got the, got the best of me. <laughs> I love food. I love sweet food. I love fatty food. I just indulged. And yes, I love me some veggies. I definitely tried to balance it out because my gut was just not having it. However, I do feel it, right? Like I feel a little bloated and I don't like how I fit in my clothes. I immediately want to go into that diet culture of like, I'm just going to cut out sugar. I'm not going to do sugar for a while. And part of me is like, yeah, you know, we have that sugar addiction. We need to just stop cold turkey and reset our system. But then the other part of me and that more like nutrition balanced mindset is like, don't restrict anything like restrictive, restrictive eating is not sustainable. And I think that's why I ebb and flow with sugar, right? And I want to be in a place where 
like I do so well with this throughout most of the year. It really is the holidays that just kind of they they win. <laughs> they win. I really overindulge and I overeat. It's a problem. Um, but I do want to be at a place where I am eating balanced enough that I can have the ice cream and not feel guilty about it and have, you know, a little chocolate from the holidays and not feel bad about it. And it's not the one piece of chocolate I feel bad about. It's like the 10th piece of chocolate that I feel bad about. Again, I overeat. So this is something I'm trying to improve because I know I have a few things that this is impacting right? Like my energy isn't great. My clothes aren't fitting great. But also I have an umbilical hernia that I haven't gotten um, repaired and I don't really plan on it. However, overeating is terrible for it because it puts a lot of pressure there. I also have prolapse that I usually have no symptoms from, but I know that overeating is just increasing pressure and also probably going to increase my chances of constipation or diarrhea because I'm probably not eating the best foods. And that's also going to wreak havoc on my pelvic floor. Um, And so there are a lot of reasons why this is somewhat of a quote unquote goal, I guess, for me. Um, But I'm still kind of teetering because of the whole all or nothing mindset. Like I immediately went to like, okay, no sugar, I'm done. And that just is too all or nothing. I think already I'm going to fail. Like I've already decided it's not going to work. And so I... Ultimately, at this point, I'm trying to catch those thought processes and those routines and patterns that we have been kind of culturally taught and even maybe in your family or upbringing or your education or whatever that really just encourages like like us to be perfect in all of these areas, right? And we feel like there is almost too much information out there where it's like no one, you don't have an excuse. You don't have an excuse to eat poorly and to not work out because everybody knows that those are the two things that can kill you and cause so many diseases and dysfunctions. So again, there's no excuse now. There's too much information out there. We have to be paying attention to our diet and to our exercise. But Also, we want to live. We want to enjoy life. We don't want to be so hung up where we're running our lives around our diet or around our exercise. We don't want it to control what we're doing. We want it to help fuel us and get us to a place we want to be and help us feel good and be in a moment um, that, you know, we feel good in that moment, not where we're like at a birthday party feeling sad and guilty because we're not eating the cake. Or maybe you eat the cake and you feel sad and guilty, right? Like it can be either way. And it's so different for everybody and so individual and why it is so important just to kind of know yourself and kind of, you know, like I did, I was like, yeah, that's not a good goal, this cutting sugar out. Like as much as I still am fighting it, like I can feel like my body going and my brain going like, but you need to, you need to cut the sugar out. I also can feel my all or nothing personality just fighting it and saying, yeah, we'll do that, but maybe for a month (laughs) and then we're going to fall off because it'll be Valentine's Day (laughs) and then we're eating all the candy again, right? No, I am trying to shift and it does, it still feels uncomfortable for myself, um, especially with my diet right now. I want to shift to where I'm just being more mindful. I'm being more intentional and I'm going to take the steps to make it because really the ultimate outcome isn't no sugar, right? Because again, my goal is that I can have the sugar 
and I am enjoying it and I'm fine with it and I can choose to not overindulge. That's kind of my big thing. I want to be able to enjoy my food and then feel satisfied enough when my body tells me I'm satisfied and not continue to dive in. And, um, you know, along those other lines of making sure I have healthier homemade foods at home so that I'm not going and getting fast food and ending up with the ice cream or the smoothie or whatever it is from that place and the dessert that the kids want, the brownie from Domino's, right? Like I'm making sure that I am preparing the healthy meals and setting myself up and in my environment so that I can be a little bit more balanced. Um, And the willpower is really where it's at. And I'm going to have to be more intentional and aware with my eating as well. But I'm trying so hard to remind myself as long along with you guys that Anything is better than nothing. And so with those exercises, just do what you can. Maybe that means gentle stretch in the morning instead of getting to the gym that afternoon. Again, maybe it means you're just doing a little breath work in bed because you didn't get out on that walk. Whatever it is, um, anything is better than nothing. And if you are having trouble getting it in, let me know and let's see how we can play around with your daily routines and where you're already putting your energy so that maybe we can even just habit stack some of these things and you don't necessarily even have to do them all at once. Um, You know, when it comes to the home programs, I want them to be feasible and doable and something you actually look forward to because it relieves stress from your day and it's yours and you are protecting that time. Again, it doesn't have to be based off of exercise. It could be any goal that you have set for yourself this year or any intention, but let's step away from the New Year's resolution idea of, you know, set this goal and go all in and then we fall off a few months later. Let's set reasonable expectations and also have that expectation already set that we're not going to be perfect all the time. You're not going to make it to the gym every day you want it. You're not going to eat the healthiest foods every single day. You're not going to have the time to read that book every single day. You're not going to have the time for the walk every single day. Like it's not going to happen. So just accept it. And when it happens, remind yourself, we knew this was going to happen and it's fine because you know what? I know exactly when and where I'm going to pick it up again. And you just keep moving forward, my friend. Just keep moving forward. I am one step at a time. We've got this. Come over to the Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support. Let me know how I can help you stay on track and stay consistent so you can show up big this year. 2024, it's going to be so, so good. I just know it. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. 
I hope to see you here next time on the Balanced Mentality Podcast. <laughs>